Welcome to Write for Joy. I'm Allie Cross. I'm an author and happiness enthusiast. I've chased joy my whole life until one day I realized I already had it. Joy is all around us. So let's see if we can grab some of it for ourselves today. I'm Allie Cross, and this is Write for Joy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Write for Joy. Today, I am joined by Kara Lee Miller, who is published in lots of different genres. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to talk about that a bit today. Um, her, I love this because she says her reading tastes are kind of all over. She, she likes everything from teen to taboo. She lives in Michigan. She, with her husband and her kids and a spoiled rotten pit bull and five beanie cats, five cats. I think that must be a story. No wonder the pit bull is weedy. Because <laughs> I have to deal with the cats all the time. That would be hard. That would be a lot. Um, when she's not busy writing romance novels that leave her readers twitting, she's spending time with her family. She's working out and um, loves her Netflix and who doesn't. And she also golfs with her husband. I love that. Uh, she says she's sex at it, but she's showing up on the green. And I imagine that that's nice a couple of times, too. Kara, and I'm excited to get to know you. Tell us about yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, um, as you picked up my bio, um, I am. I have five kids. Um, only one of them lives at home with me currently, and she is 15. So getting, you know, times. don't have any little ones anymore. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm compensating with all the animals, <laughs> is what my husband says. He's like, you can have animals, not kids. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, I do. I actually got my start um, in writing. I was doing um, short erotica novellas <laughs> is, is how I got my start. And then from there, I branched into um, adult romantic suspense, and I actually got my agent with one of those books. That's Didn't sell. One of my um, favorite genres, romantic suspense. Fine. I love yes, it. Yes, mine too. Um, yeah, mine too. So uh, once that book didn't sell, um, I switched over to writing some new adult, um, steamier new adult stuff, which is like college set stuff. Um, sold that to a, a middle-sized publisher. And then I decided I wanted to switch gears a little bit. So I started writing some Christian fiction. I have a YA uh, Christian romance that's out. Um, it deals with some heavier topics. That was not quite light, I don't think. Um, and then from there I branched into, uh, the secular market again with my paranormal romance series, which is teen. Um, in fact, I have readers calling it the new twilight for the next generation, which I love that quote, a huge twilight fan. So, um, yeah. And, and I'm a book editor. I, I work for Christian publishers, so I'm kind of, I'm all over the place really. You know, like you said, it's hard to put me in a box. I get very bored very easily with things. So I, I need to, to constantly be doing or trying something new. So that's kind of... I also that you are a Christian who writes Christian books, but you also can write sexy stuff. 
because I think a lot of times there's this, uh, do, you, uh, do you run into a lot of like Christian authors who are telling, oh, like you can't do both or sort of judge you for that? I did. Yes. And especially in the beginning, like when I first got involved with Christian fiction, it was as a, as a book editor um, with, with Anaya Press, the, the company I work for. Um, and very early on, especially as we were just opening up and growing and it was out there that I wrote what I wrote, because at the time I was doing, you know, more of the heavier erotica stuff. Um, we actually had instances where, you know, authors or promotion companies or, you know, bloggers would be like, well, we don't feel that she, her reputation as an author fits with what we do. And so it did lead to a few problems here and there, um, which is part of a big part of the reason why I sort of shifted away from that and got into more of like the, the YA stuff, because that's just generally cleaner. And I, I don't really like using that term because I don't want to say that sex is dirty because it's not, but you know what I mean? Like it doesn't really have that type of content. It's, you know, even my paranormal series, the vampires and stuff, it's very like there, there's no graphic sexual content. There's swearing there's, you know, so it's, I think it fits a little bit better with the Christian aspect of things. So um, like I definitely definitely had some issues in the beginning. Um, everything I write is very, I think it's like very respectful. And I think that comes a lot from my own marriage because my husband is just, I mean, he's amazing. He's wonderful. You know, and he treats me like a queen, you know, which is yeah. what every woman wants. And, and I try to portray that in the relationships in my books too, that, you know, you have to have that level of mutual respect and, you know, consent huge consent is huge you know um in fact my my daughter she's 21 she's lived with her father in new york so i am divorced i previous marriage divorce um she lives with her dad in new york and they we've been in michigan about eight years so you know it, it, it's been quite a while and she was here visiting earlier this year and, and we were out, out and my husband like stopped and opened up the door and my daughter goes i need to find a man like that i'm like yes you do you know, so it's kind of, I, I want to portray the the positive, healthy sort of relationships, even though they do come with problems, you know, but I really want to be able to, to show young women and girls that there are men out there like this and you deserve them. Yeah, no, that's my ultimate goal at the end of the day. Um, if you're watching, you'll notice that you <laughs> took a little break there. Because I wanted you to be able to see Kara's eyes because they're beautiful and they're having a reflection, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but we are back. She did a little hair flop and she's beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you. I So thank you for talking about that because I, I think that, I don't know, it feels important to me. You know? Yeah, me too. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so the, how do you define joy? Uh, particularly in the context of the things that you do um, because you're doing a lot of different things. Um, um, for me, okay, so I am a, I'm a terrible people pleaser. I really am. And I try to do everything all the time for everybody and I try to make everybody happy. And most of the time it comes at my own expense. Um, you know, obviously it's different with my family because they're family. You know, uh, but in like my professional life with writing and editing and all this, I have really, I've learned that if it doesn't make me happy, I don't need to do it. Now, there's obviously certain limitations with that. Yeah, like with, with my editing job, um, 
you know, there are certain things that I have to do that I don't necessarily like to do, but I get paid to do them. Getting paid makes me happy. So, sorry, that's the cat. Um, <laughs> uh, but I guess at the end of the day, it's just more, if it brings a smile to my face and when I get done doing it, I feel lighter. I don't really know how to describe that, I guess, but maybe I just feel accomplished. Like I did something good and I'm smiling, and you know, and I don't feel drained. To me, that's joy. Like, you know, when I was writing my uh, YA Paranormal series, um, I wrote that during quarantine. I wrote all seven books in 2020. They just poured out of me. I was having so much fun with them. And I haven't really felt that yet with anything else. So I just haven't been pushing myself to write, really. Um, I mean, I'm writing. I'm just not setting those really high, like, goals for myself that I had before. And that's okay. Like, I'm I'm happy with that. Like, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. And, you know, I don't feel guilty anymore. Like, when I take a day off to go golfing with my husband or to go shopping with my girls. Like, I would always be, oh, I get back home. I got this to do and I got that to do. And I just don't do that anymore. Like, I give myself permission to step away and do other things and be okay with it. Like, I, for me, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of personal permission to do things, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I love that. Um, particularly, um, I hope you don't mind me sharing that you mentioned you for chronic illness that yep. gets in the way of stuff. And we grew up in a generation that was very work focused. Yeah. And no grace for for taking a break because for mental health, like you were just right. talking about, or taking a break for physical health. And a lot of chronic illnesses don't have outward displays. Like right. somebody might look at you and think, you're totally fine. Why are you lying on the couch all day? Yep. But the thing is, I shouldn't have said somebody because usually that somebody is ourselves. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I just had it so, so I don't know why, but women, uh, now you're probably a little younger than me, but, um, you know, Gen Xers really did grow up, you know, build, 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 work, work, work. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> I love work. So I'm a bit of a workaholic. So me too. <laughs> so when, so it can be very difficult to, to totally be okay uh -huh. with not doing anything. Yep. And for me, even after all these years, I've been working on this and I, I'm aware of it. I know it logically, but it's still hard. It never yep. gets, I always have that little demon who's saying, you know, you, you could be doing something even while yep. you're alive here. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I once had a really good friend tell me there's nothing happening in publishing that is going to cause the world to end or a career to blow up if you're not right there to handle it right at the exact time it comes in. And that was like game changing for me. So I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, you know, that's why I can wait till tomorrow. Because I was doing everything and yep. if i missed like if somehow me scouring the net for the latest news on what we should be doing i was somehow late on some thing like tiktok's day uh -huh. it was crushing 
Like I had failed. Right. And right. Turns out I'm still not really on TikTok and <laughs> me neither. I mean I have an account. I barely use it. I, I don't I don't understand TikTok. I don't like TikTok. <laughs> I just I love to watch it. Right, right. I watch animal videos and they're quite fun and I enjoy that. But, yeah, me too. You know, it just used to be so hard on myself for missing things. You don't have to be everywhere. Um, right. I like my fans too much, so I do want to try to be. Yeah. I think if you're a people pleaser, you're probably <laughs> yeah. show up wherever they want you. Yeah. Well, but, you know, and 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 that's the thing. Like with my newsletter, like every month I send out a question and I tell people just respond. Let me know what you think about this or that, and 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 I do a drawing every month. Or a gift card and in the responses i'm getting are kind of they're shocking to me you know because like for me i only send my newsletter once a month and i thought okay even then like every time i send it i get like a, a handful of unsubscribes which happens sure. you know um so then recently i asked my newsletter people i'm like how many times do you want to hear from me and everybody said at least twice a month and a lot of people said every week and i was like whoa Okay, I didn't know you guys liked me that much. <laughs> you know, I did a similar poll, and I also asked like, "What kind of content?" Yeah, me too. Like, what am I yep. doing here? And right. They like the personal. Yes. Stuff. Like yes. They they like to know if there's writing news, but they would rather hear like a personal anecdote mm -hmm. than to read about how to write or. Right. Anything like that, really, or anything yeah. personal. They want me for you, right? You know? Right. Yep. They want. Yeah. They want like my pet pictures. <laughs> um. You know. Anytime I go on vacation, like they want my vacation pictures, and they want like what I'm reading and my book recommendations. And so I'm like, okay, I can do this. Like yeah. this is easy. Um. In fact, I just recently, um, on my blog, talked about um, and and I'm sure you'll remember this too in that workshop that we took. Um, about how we're authors, not content creators, because they are two very different things. I mean, to a certain extent, you guys, I guess you guys have to kind of, we have to kind of create content for like our newsletter and our blogs and our podcasts and, you know, things like that. But every other thing that we do is time away from our fans and our books. And, and I'm really, I'm really embracing that because, you know, now like with Twitter, now X, I don't know what's going on with that. Like, um, I never, you know, I mean, I, I have a good standing on Twitter, but I think that's mostly because I'm an acquisitions editor and I think that's my audience. there, not yeah. really readers. Um, you know, I'm really active on Facebook, uh, kind of Instagram, but you know, I'm really just now focusing on writing my books, doing my blogging and doing my newsletter, you know, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill myself with everything else. Cause you know, like you put all the, I mean, I was spending hours a week like so many hours scheduling all these posts across all these social media platforms and you know making all these graphics i'm like oh, i hate this i don't want to do this and i'm just not going to do it anymore it's that simple yeah. so you know yeah well, I, love that. I love that you are giving yourself that permission and that that is ultimately that's where you find joy or, or how yeah. you experience joy it's when you like cut away the superfluous stuff yes to what matters your story you felt you know impassioned to write time with your family and um time even just with yourself letting your body rest and heal like i love that you're giving yourself that space 
because you're going to be a longer performing author. All yeah. Yeah. Here and more content you are. So yep. that, yep. that's really cool. So yeah, I mean, do you it's find it's... your joy in your writing? Is it in the stories you write or the process or is it a mix of everything or something else? I think it, I think it depends. Um, I really think it depends on the book that I'm working on, like what project I'm working on. Um, you know, like Christian YA, that just, that hit me like a freight train. <laughs> like I, I was reading a book. I don't even remember what book series it was. It was something my daughter had and I just grabbed it off her shelf and, and I was reading it. And there was, um, I want to say it had something to do with like a gang and biker. I don't even remember. But I just remember thinking, you know, what would happen if I wrote a Christian book with somebody that wrote a motorcycle? You know what I mean? Because like yeah. motorcycle club romances are big. Like they're huge in the secular market. And I'm thinking, okay, well, how can I kind of turn this into something that I would like in the teen market? Uh, you know, that kind of has a little bit of the same thing. So it really it start that one started out for me as just a scene where this new guy was coming to school and he's riding his motorcycle up on the sidewalk and he goes up to the bike rack. And and the main character girl is like, you know, you almost hit me. That's, you know, that's not where you're supposed to park. And and it was kind of just a little like fancy that just flashed in my head and it just snowballed from there. So that was that one. And then obviously my paranormal series was um, heavily inspired by Twilight and the Vampire Diaries, which are two of my absolute favorites. And, you know, I just, those, for that one, that was the characters. Like I just loved the care. I love the characters in that book, especially the secondary character, Jax, who now actually has his own spinoff series. He has a trilogy now, um, you know, so I really think it's just different. Like I, I find joy in projects just depending on what they are, you know, um, I've written, uh, I, I mean, I'm working on a nonfiction book. Is it the unspooling of the story as it looks yeah, see, you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't plot <laughs> because I, I'm that person that if, if I sit down and write out what's going to happen, I feel like I've already told the story. So yeah. for me, it's, 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 it's learning the stories that unfolds not knowing i mean like i usually have a very like basic idea of what's going to happen but i don't know the details so for me it's it's finding those details letting the story unfold as i'm writing it and just sort of experiencing it because for me writing in that way is like being a reader because when you read a story you don't really know what's going to happen like you're as you're turning the pages and you're reading you're discovering things and i guess for me it's the discovery you know um i just really like surprising myself with what's going to happen it's half the time I don't even know <laughs> right so. yeah that's the same for me except I have gone away from it like and it's I'm actually trying really hard to kind of undo or to forget what I the stuff that I know mm-hmm. so that I can just write again yeah. because I really am the discovery writer I do like plotting because there's a there's a comfort in it and everything, but structure can easily be applied after. Right. Discovery writing does not mean you're just you're writing crap. And really, right. like you, after writing so many books, and and I have found I write to structure naturally. Uh-huh. You know? Like I yep. don't really need to draft my. I know. Oh, I should be. This should be a turning point here. Or right. You know, you just can feel it. But I, 
I've totally gotten myself away from that. Uh-huh. Now, yeah, it's just kind of, I think I've lost that spark. Not necessarily the spark for writing, but I'm just second guessing myself too yep. much. And I, you know, and, and, and I was there myself. Like, before I started my current normal series, um, the books that my agent had sold to that publisher, they, um, it was supposed to be a three book series. They cut it after book two. So book three never got published. And that really like, that hit me hard. You know what I mean? Um, and that really knocked my confidence down. So I, you know, I didn't write for a long time. And I, like you, I was second guessing every single word. I was like, oh, is this going to grab attention? Is this, you know, exciting incident happening soon enough? Is there enough tension? Is it, I mean, just crushing everything. Yeah. And I couldn't write. And so I finally just said, you know what? I'm just going to get out a notebook and I'm just going to start writing something for me. I'm not going to show it to anybody. I'm not going to plan on publishing it. Like this is just going to be sort of my fun project that I'm just going to go to when I'm stuck or when I'm stressed. And, and that's going to be my fun thing. That was the first book in my cursed series. It has now turned in seven books. So uh that's sort of what got me out of it is just the i just took the pressure off again it's giving myself permission I'm like, i don't need everything i write does not need to be published it does not need to be submitted it doesn't need to be for anything other than my enjoyment yeah. and you know and i got back to that and then i wrote like a crazy woman <laughs> so um well that's where i am right now i, I did yeah. start writing something totally different and yeah, I'm often having fun with it, but Good. I started talking about it. Oh and, yeah, and boom, hit a wall. Uh, yeah, I think I can go back to it, but I need to be okay with if it's up. If I don't go back to it, it's okay. But right, I, I need to totally keep it quiet, uh-huh. like you said. Because yep. this, you know, I told a friend, and it was like just that I'm just writing, like just free writing the story. But she asked questions, and then I had to about the answers. And then, and then, right, I lost whatever that like my brain is just too, I've wired it too much to, to right structure. And it's like waking up going, What you're doing, what now? Well, yeah, I'm right, right. Well, I so yeah, I exactly. A little bit, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that gives me hope.